0: Welcome to This Week in the State Line, a conversation with the local people and local topics you care about.
1: This Week in the State Line is on. It's Steve Summers being joined by Kelly and Brian from Nick's Wish, which is a great charity in town. Maybe you're not aware of it. Let's get you up to speed on what's going on. Good morning, everybody. How are we?
0: Good morning, Steve. Doing great. Hey, thanks for having us on the show.
1: Brian, yeah, thanks, you? Steve. Good, good, good. All right. So, Kelly, uh, you are Nick's mom and you pretty much came up with the whole concept for Nick's wish. Uh, I know it's not easy to talk about. Well, why don't you start the conversation there?
0: Sure, sure. So um, I guess it was just uh, uh, under twelve years ago, um, actually ten years ago. My son Nick uh, was um, diagnosed with synovial sarcoma. It, it's a cancer, um, and you know, in the in a world of a, just a just amazingly bad news, you can just imagine uh, hearing the words "you have cancer," and being seventeen years of age. Uh, it, it was very very traumatic. But the one thing that um, that kind of gave they gave him a lot of hope and and really helped him through this very, very tough fight was a wish from the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So you may have heard of Make-A-Wish before. Um, yeah so um, the wish just kept him just really focused on the future um, but when he discovered that other kids that were 18 don't qualify anymore it broke his heart um, so what he ended up doing is the night before cancer took his life he asked me if I would help them have a wish too so it actually wasn't my idea it was really Nick's idea um, he he just really knew how important it was to have that that, um, that, that hope that a wish brings and so um, I guess here we are, Brian, 10 years, uh, 10 years and 200 wishes later, um, uh, delivering wishes, bringing hope to to young adults who are 18 to 24 who just missed out on Make-A-Wish and trying to just bring some uh, hope and joy into their lives uh, through this uh, beautiful wish. Wow,
1: 200 wishes. Are these wishes like big, grand scale or smaller scale
0: um, most of them are very big. Uh, they're just very similar to Make-A-Wish. um. Uh, so what we would do is we would try to carve out some time for the family just to forget about cancer for a short bit of time, just to love and laugh and just, in, you know, in, enjoy each other without thinking of chemo or doctors or have any financial worries at all so we really pay for for everything and they're assigned a wish maker and the wish maker really takes care of all the details so all they need to do is show up and smile um so uh, most of them are vacations are family trips we do have some covid has made us pivot a bit uh which we've had a few puppy wishes and uh we've had a um several uh souped up crazy gaming system wishes which uh you know when you're thinking about going through something really tough, sometimes jumping into a gaming world and playing with uh, friends really across the country, um, it, it, it really is, is a valuable gift uh, for some of the, some of the, uh, mostly, I think I meet women and young young women and men, but it ten, tends to be we've seen more men actually gravitate to those types of wishes. Well,
1: wow, those wishes are not <laughs> cheap, I'm sure. And uh, Brian, are you no. the accountant? Are you the uh, the bean counter who makes sure there's enough money to grant these wishes?
2: Uh, uh, no, I'm I'm kind of the promotions uh, grant writer person. So we're I'm the one who's trying to get the money so the bean counter can actually use it. So um, <laughs> Frank, in normal times the most common wish is to go to Disney World but we've had wishes um, we have one fella uh, go to Las Vegas and he got to see Penn and Teller and then he got to be backstage with Penn and Teller and he also went to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant and got a signed uh, menu so that was really cool we've had other wishes that are cool like that too
1: Wow I just I'm just sitting here thinking about do you get the satisfaction i guess the the conclusion the i want to say um, the ultimate closure that when you give that gift and you see their faces that must be the ultimate closure for you
0: it is. Uh, we get a lot of wish pictures sent text to us. I think on my phone I have more wish picture text than anything else. Um, you know, sometimes these uh, wishers are so, so grateful for um, for what we've done for them. We've had others come and volunteer afterwards, after their wish to get more involved. Um, um, I've, you know, just, they're just so grateful to to have had this time, and, and it's not just them, but also their families. Um, you know, sadly, um, cancer cancer is a very life threatening disease, and and uh, about fifty four percent of the young people we help, they don't beat cancer in five years. So the memories we create aren't just uh, are, are for the family as well, um, and those become priceless. So we have a lot of families that come back and, and volunteer or uh, try to pay it forward for. Uh, for other families to get this great experience. So, um, you know, we, it, it's really a, a beautiful gift.
1: We are talking with Kelly and Brian from Nick's Wish, which is uh, a local charity that helps out 18 to 24-year-olds by granting the ultimate wishes for them. Uh, that takes a lot of money, and you have a fundraiser coming up where we can help out and assist
0: yes we do it's a celebration 10 years 200 wishes we are celebrating our our annual event called nick's home run so it's a run it's also a fun walk and it's a Big, big, big auction. So the um, so if you don't like to run or walk, you I think everybody will find something at uh, Grammy's auction to shop at for sure. Brian, have you been in there looking around? at what's up there?
2: Oh yeah, there's well over a hundred items. Uh, uh, Grammy's done a wonderful job, and it's uh, quite a variety: sports memorabilia, dining, uh, entertainment, uh, you name it, she's she's got it. So. She
0: she just put up a Marco Island vacation trip oh in there Yeah, you believe that? And word is out on the street that there might be some diamond earrings coming on very soon. So <laughs> I'm telling you, it's big. <laughs> All right,
1: so Nick's home run. When does this happen, and where does it take place?
2: Uh, it's uh, on October 9th, Saturday, October 9th. Uh, the stadium opens up at eight o'clock. Uh, the seven K run and 1.5 mile fun walk start at nine o'clock. Um and the closing ceremonies are I think about 10:30 uh Grammy's auction I believe ends at 11 and uh, everybody's welcome. Uh, come on out. There'll be fun activities. It's kid friendly. Uh, hopefully, we'll have our. Hopefully, if the weather cooperates, we'll have our uh, wish lamp out there. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that, but it's it's like a big Aladdin's lamp. Uh, smoke comes out the spout, and and usually we have somebody uh, inside throwing out candy or something. So
1: it's so cool. <laughs> you said <stadium. laughs> that would be Rivets Stadium, correct?
2: Stadium, correct? That's correct, yes. Rockford Rivet
1: Stadium in Love's Park. October 9th to Saturday, Saturday, starting at 9 a.m. Saturday. Nick's home run. So uh, how many people sign up for this and how do we sign up for it? I mean, obviously you've been doing this for coming up on a decade now. So how many people sign up and how do we sign up?
0: Well, you know, um, usually we have about five hundred people there. Uh, we're hoping for more this year, so please come. Uh, we've added on the virtual side of this as well, so you don't have to necessarily be in the stadium with us to to, to bring joy to to, to these these family so we also have a 5k virtual event as well and you can sign up uh, for that and the auction all at the same place so it's really on our website at nixwish.org. and it's n-i-k nixwish.org.
1: well that's awfully easy nickswish.org <laughs>
0: yep Very hopefully easy. you get a pop-up and it'll take you right to the event and and you can click right from there and and uh and sign up um I, we'd love to see everybody come out and as as Brian mentioned if you don't want to run or walk, you just want to take a look at those auction items uh go please do the the auction will actually start online first october first and then and the end right at the event so when you're there you can you can pick up your winnings and uh and enjoy them from the from the event.
2: All right. And someone will be there to help you uh, do an online bid if you've never done that before.
1: I was going to ask about that because it can be a little tricky, and you don't want to have anybody lose out on a deal because they didn't hit the right button, right?
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Right. Well, I hope you raise a ton of money because uh, granting wishes. Is not only fulfilling, but uh, also fulfilling for Nick, and you're granting his wish of making sure kids 18 to 24 get their ultimate wish granted. So keep up the great work. Nick's Home Run coming up October 9th, Saturday, Rivet Stadium, Loves Park, 9 a.m. Go to nickswish.org for more details. Thank you so much for what you do, and uh, good luck on your event. Please let us know how it turns out.
0: Thank you, Steve.
1: Thanks, Steve. This week in the state line will continue in a moment. Get down with the 815. Join Gigi's
3: Playhouse for a family friendly food truck festival at City Market Pavilion. Enjoy delicious food, silent auction, and win fabulous prizes at the dessert walk. Money raised from this event will directly benefit Gigi's Playhouse of Rockford and the Down Syndrome Achievement Center, helping raise funds for educational, therapeutic, and career minded programs for individuals with Down Syndrome.
4: Sunday, October 3rd from 1 to 5 p.m. Get down with the 815. 5 Food Truck Festival with Gigi's Playhouse. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have pre-diabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse, because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its Prediabetes Awareness Partners. Only in the forest can you see this. (coughs) And this. And this. But nothing beats the moment you see that. Cool! that's your child's
3: eyes opening up to a world of possibilities
0: I didn't know it could do that because one trip to the forest can spark a world of difference
4: there are some moments only the forest can inspire find yours at discovertheforest.org
1: learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go like hiking, canoeing fishing or camping or create your own adventure with family and friends and you might just see this
4: Your moment's out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org.
0: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the
4: Ad Council.
1: This weekend, the stay line continues. I'm Steve Summers, joined by Karen Carlson, the executive director for Gigi's Playhouse Rockford. They have a great event coming up on october 3rd we want to tell you about good morning karen how are you
5: i am doing well steve
1: how are you doing today wonderful getting excited about down with the 815 a first inaugural event for Gigi's playhouse you want to tell us a little bit about that
5: yeah i do we're really excited about it so down with the 815 is a food truck festival who doesn't like food trucks i mean come on <laughs> True. good stuff True. right it's yeah. going it's like going to the fair in a in miniature, you know. So it's 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 awesome, but we're having this event on Sunday, October 3rd, down at City Market Pavilion, which is a great venue from 1 to 5 p.m. and it's a it's a family-friendly fun outing and and really kind of, you know, in, in, as opposed to some fundraisers that like our, our gala, where it's a little bit more of an investment to attend. This is very family friendly and very accessible for families. So it's only $10 a ticket for adults and $5 for children. And we'll have great food and beverages, entertainment, silent auction, our, our food frenzy game, and um, also our a uh, dessert walk which is, you know, kind of like fun fairs when you're in grade school. Think cakewalk, only more competitive with adults. So <laughs> it should dessert. be a lot of fun. You had me at dessert walk. You had me at dessert. Right. Uh, very affordable. And we've got a lot of great local bakeries kicking in desserts, so it should be should be pretty tasty.
1: And the uh, Rockford City Market Pavilion, it, of course, City Market will be completed, done if you missed out on that. It's just kind of like a mini version of that at the same time. It's a great fundraiser and, as you said, very affordable.
5: Right, and, you know, we're we're really excited about it because we thought it would be a, a great idea to pull people together while the weather is still good in early October because we, we, we're looking for a new fundraising event for the Playhouse because, like so many nonprofits, we've really been challenged from a fundraising standpoint for, you know, the last 18 months during COVID. And, you know, our, our largest fundraiser of the year, our gala, uh, was canceled had to be canceled for the second year in a row due to covid so we think that this is a great alternative to keep funds flowing into the playhouse because that's that's something that is of utmost importance to us because as you know as you know all of our services are always 100 percent free for the lifetime of our participants with Down syndrome. So because we never want cost to be a barrier to our families. So the majority of our money comes from either our fundraisers or sponsorships and grants. Actually, all of our money comes from, from those things. So it's, it's really important for us to be able to have uh, successful fundraisers. And we're really hoping that our community comes through, and like they always do, and support us again on Sunday the 3rd.
1: All right, so in addition to the food trucks, you have some other, like, silent auction items and stuff. Can you tell us some of the food trucks that are going to be there?
5: Well, we've we've got about six food trucks coming down, and um, they're just, you know... That's okay. right. I can't wait.
1: I have to be surprised. That's the best part about it.
5: Yeah, that's that's a good thing. We really do. Any other time, now I'm embarrassed because any other time I could say the name of the food trucks, but you threw me for a loop with a technical question.
1: Jeez. I, I can't get too technical. I'm sorry. Uh, let me ask you a question that I know comes from your heart. Uh, Gigi's Playhouse Rockford needs the funds for the programs. Um, the programs are twenty four seven three sixty five. This is to make sure that individuals with Down syndrome have a great quality of life.
5: Right. It it is, and you know, programs traditionally have have not been uh, really available for individuals with Down syndrome until the Playhouse came it came along and made these programs accessible for. Individuals with Down syndrome throughout our community and now throughout the United States because we have like 54 playhouses from coast to coast so but the the whole concept behind it is Is to provide free lifetime services that meet individuals where they need to be met. All of our programs are um, educational and with a with a career-minded emphasis as participants get older, and, and uh, they're therapeutic-based, and they're just great programs, and all of them are free for the lifetime of our participants. So it's a honestly something that that our families say is a godsend to them because there are so many other expenses in, involved when you have a child with Down syndrome, and, and this is just one way that we make life a little bit easier for those families by having programs year-round that are at no cost to the families, and so that the individuals with Down syndrome can work and make purposeful progressions toward becoming their best of all.
1: And that's why this fundraiser is so important. Again, Sunday, October 3rd, uh, 1 to 5, Rockford City Market Pavilion, down with the 815. Come hungry, come to uh, have a wonderful meal and uh, you know do some camaraderie, enjoy the sunshine, beautiful scenery down along the Rock River
5: as well. Will there be beverages? Nope. Yep. Yes, there will be beverages, alcoholic beverages and non-alcoholic beverages for the little ones, but uh, um, lots, lots going on, lots of. Uh, fun to be had, and and we're really encouraging people so that they can log on and participate easily through their mobile device while they're there. Um, we're encouraging people to buy tickets in advance. Really easy to sign up for $10 at ggsplayhouse.org slash rockford slash down dash with dash the 815. I know that's confusing, but the tech people said there had to be dashes between all the words of down with the 815. Uh, So um, if you just go to the website, pretty easy to register and, and then you're all set when you show up. Just show us your phone with the tickets on it and you're good to go
1: all right downtown rockford city market coming up on october 3rd thank you karen appreciate uh the time this afternoon this morning and over the weekend and for all you do for Gigi's playhouse
5: thank you steve i appreciate
1: it welcome back to the dog show up next we have satchmo satchmo is a member of the shelter pet group that's right a group known especially for their couch snuggling ball chasing face licking tail wagging backyard hanging and of course companionship And what breed would you
2: say Satchmo is?
1: I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier hound chihuahua looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring a white, grey, brown, black brindle. Simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive and now he appears to be excitedly turning in
4: circles. Ah, oh, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Sachma is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council.
0: When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I do the same things over and over until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better.
1: You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. This weekend, the state line is on. It's Steve Summers with Rockford Mayor Tom McNamara. Good morning, Tom. How are you?
3: Good morning, Steve. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on.
1: Well, congratulations are in order, I understand. You were just nominated to a very special elite league of uh, politicians, you know, community leaders that are going to be working with the entire state now. Can you elaborate a little bit about that? Absolutely. So, I've been
3: on the Illinois Municipal League uh, Board of Directors. And the Illinois Municipal League represents all municipalities throughout the state in our advocacy efforts uh, down in Springfield, but also in Washington, D.C. And then just recently, I was named to their executive board, uh, which will provide me a a greater opportunity to advocate for issues that are important to citizens of Rockford. So I'm very excited about it.
1: Is this for like a a term, like one year, five years?
3: so i each year you get reelected so yes uh, i am on a one-year term for being on the board and a one-year term for being on the executive committee and the executive committee is chosen by the the president and this year's president is uh mayor wolfe decatur
1: well since the last time we talked a lot has happened i know the council was voting on the barbara coleman building to turn it into apartments uh how has that been progressing
3: So in committee uh, this Monday, this past week, we voted uh, in committee to approve uh, the sale of Barbara Coleman 22-acre site to a company called Jay Jeffers Uh, and Jay Jeffers has done some wonderful work across the country but specifically uh, in our neighboring state of Wisconsin in Racine. So uh, still very early stages but really excited about this potential partnership. Jay Jeffers will then spend the next 180 days doing their due diligence Uh, and then uh, we hope that we'll move forward together as a city and uh, with Jay Jeffers uh, with the development agreement to get Barbara Coleman finally redeveloped. So it's very exciting
1: opportunity. And some of the uh, blueprints that you see, some of the uh, art renderings, really gives that whole area a shot in the arm. That's going to be beautiful.
3: It really is. And uh, Southwest Side absolutely deserves it.
1: Uh, now, a question came up about property taxes. Will that increase property taxes? I know we're working on the uh, next budget. Is that going to be a problem?
3: So our committee on Monday Approved a balanced budget with a little bit of surplus that'll go into our rainy day fund and did not increase property taxes. So, I want to say this again we did not increase property taxes every year. I've been mayor, we have not increased property taxes. Actually, two out of the five years I've been mayor, we've reduced them. And in total, because we've not increased property taxes, we've been able to keep 17.1 million dollars in the hands of citizens and business owners. So, we are uh, doing more. More with less here at the city of Rockford to ensure that we drop down that, uh, our property taxes. And we've had great success. If you look at the day I came into office, our property tax rate was an astronomical 15.5%. And today, that property tax rate is at 12.5%, still way too high. But we've been able to drop it at three percentage points, which is a huge decrease. And still more work to be done, and we're going to continue to vouch not to increase those property
1: taxes. We love hearing that, I'm sure. Uh, the Rockford Peaches also made some progress. I think it was voted on and approved that uh, the Peaches are going to be developing even more out at the Byers Stadium area.
3: The International Women's Baseball Center uh, wants to be here in Rockford, and I'm here to say we want them here in Rockford, and we are excited uh, at this opportunity. Again, yet another economic development opportunity uh, for our community, and uh, building off the great work of Friends of Bayer, I think it's a great location for the International Women's Baseball Center Museum. Across the street on seminary, you'll have uh, an activity and education center for children and parking for the field, so... So uh, this is really an exciting opportunity for Rockford to get this international uh, museum to call the southeast side
1: of Rockford home. Isn't it crazy how one movie could just spur so much development?
3: It, it's exciting that, you know, that one movie is uh, not just a development, but just a recognition of those who have come before us. Uh, we're all, you know, Steve, we all stand on people's shoulders. And uh, the women who played uh Baseball, as was outlined in that movie, obviously we owe a debt of gratitude to for a host of reasons. And uh, we're fortunate that they're going to soon to be calling Rockford
1: home. Well, I think once the International Museum is open, I think Tom Hanks should be the one to cut the red ribbon, cut the doorway open. And and I think that's a great proposal to throw his way.
3: (laughs) I would say it sounds neat, but I'd rather have a woman do it uh, than having a man and Tom Hanks do it.
1: Oh, you are so PC all the time. I love it. Uh, the uh, big uh, You had a big conversation on public safety with Police Chief Carla Red and also Fire Chief Michelle Pankow. Uh, how did that go on the website? How was it received and how are they doing in their new roles?
3: I'm just so excited for both of them. Uh, they both bring such a uh, passion and enthusiasm to these positions. I, I think we're they both are off and running. I mean, they Great thing about both of them, they came internally. They have amazing track records and are already getting to work. So uh, when you look at the fire side, uh, we're continuing to engage with the community. We're uh, dual accredited, one of less than 10 departments in the country that's dual accredited for fire prevention and EMS. We have the mobile integrated health program that's proactive, getting out there, making sure citizens get the services they need without even having to call 911 our fire departments tackling the opioid epidemic uh as well then you look at the police department we obviously are seeing far too much violent crime and chief carla red wants to engage in the community and is already working with federal state and local partners on different details so we can get these violent offenders off the street
1: and i don't think it's fair to say oh we've got so much crime now because of the new chief i mean they're kind of just inheriting a situation that they're trying to work through
3: oh yeah that's a ludicrous uh, to say. I mean, we've had increases in violent crime for uh, about 18 months. We've had a new chief for about mm, 25 days. Uh, And actually, if you looked at the 25 days, you could say technically uh, crimes decreased uh, since she's been there. So um, no, uh, that's not fair to put that on her. Um, But none to. needless to say um both her and i sign up for positions uh that we need to be held accountable for so we have to decrease crime that's a mandatory
1: sure uh, as school goes on we're what 30 days into the new school year such um are you keeping in touch with the superintendent making sure all the COVID protocols everything going well so far
3: Absolutely. I'm not only just keeping in touch with uh, Dr. Jarrett, but also Dr. Martell uh, with the Winnebago County Health Department. There's obviously there, when you have, you know, 20 plus thousand kids back into schools with teachers, uh, administration and staff, there's going to be cases. But uh, as of about four days ago, we had not seen an outbreak of cases in one particular area. So they definitely have the protocols in place. They've had great uh, participation from their teachers teachers uh, and staff on vaccinations uh and that's really it. getting vaccinated is our number one line of defense
1: all right we've talked about a lot of things am i missing anything or is there something you would like to bring up
3: i don't think so i think you've touched it all steve and just uh, appreciate uh, one thing i do want to bring up is i appreciate uh you and 95.3 the boa i mean the idea that uh you guys were out at northern illinois food bank, boxing up, uh, what was it, 18,000 pounds of food, 15,000 meals for folks. Uh, Pretty awesome that you and your listeners were out there doing that. So thank you for your leadership.
1: Well, and thank you for coming out. You were at the end of this massive line, this big old processing line, and you were actually duct-taping these boxes together in a tie, working up a sweat. No one saw you. You just did your job nonstop without a break. It was truly impressive, and you'd never get credit for that because you were wearing a tie, but overall, it was amazing. Thank you for helping out.
3: I regret wearing the tie. I started sweating so bad there. But it was a lot of fun and uh, you know, wonderful cause. But really I was moved by your guys' corporate citizenship and just your listeners coming out and helping. It was just really neat. So thank you.
1: Thank you. We're planning on doing something for Thanksgiving. Packing up Thanksgiving Thanksgiving meals, turkeys and all that stuff. So we'll give you a call. We'll make sure you're on I mean, call. Yeah. yeah, I'd love that. Excellent. And that's right for Mayor Tom McNamara on This Week in the State.
0: Thanks for listening. Join us next Sunday morning at 6 for another edition of This Week in the State Line. Or subscribe to the podcast at rockfordradio.com. This week in the state line is produced by Midwest Family Illinois.